Peter Berquist, this is my show. Let's get ready to do this. Let's get ready to have some fun. And speaking of fun, here's how we're going to do this. I told the folks over on Coin Club, here's how tonight's going to go. We got a couple clips unrelated to the war, potential war overseas. We've got some discussion about the possible war overseas, what we're doing, what Iran's saying, all of that. We're going to get into that. None of that's overly exciting. None of it's overly positive. So what we're going to do after that is we'll get into question of the day, and then we're going to finish with That's Meme-tastic and just have some fun to kind of lighten things up. Why not? It's Tuesday. Let's have some fun. Let's it starts with a T and ends with an A-Y, so we're good. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to do that. But the other stuff, we got it's Biden's move. We'll see what that is. We're getting some some inkling of ideas and what it could be. Still scared of what it actually is going to turn out to be. We've got the conversation of Iran. Joy Reid, by the way, caught in a hot mic. We'll work that into that conversation. And then we're going to show this food processing plant that went up in flames. Yet another one. Crazy. Uh, that's all going to start now. Let's get into it. Let's get the, uh, into the news cruise. So the amount of, we've talked about this, right? The amount of food processing plants that have gone up in flames, had planes crashed into them. It just, it's just absolutely crazy how much it's happened over the last two, three years here in America. And we're not going to go into all the stats and the deep dive of all that, but know that the it's it's a copious amount. We're talking hundreds of facilities that have gone up in flames or had some just tragic disaster happen to them. And we're, of course, always told nothing to see here. If it was five over the last two years, I could I could get behind the nothing to see here and say, okay. But that's not the number. It's in the hundreds. And here was the scene as another chicken plant went up in flames in Texas. Take a look. Look at how black this. So we're, we're told to not ask questions of oh, just a tragic fire. It happens. It sucks. We're sorry it happened. No, they're not. They don't actually care, the government that is. But you see these things happening time and time again, and you have to. I, I don't know how anyone, even the most layman person out there who pays so little attention, has just the, the least amount of an inkling of what's actually going on, doesn't see some form of a pattern. Right, Tom? I mean, this is the amount, and it, it seems like a lot of them are chicken, which, which is astonishing because you'd think that they'd go after cattle farms more because of how much they hate beef. Uh, oh, Tom's not in there. But but you, you would think that that would be the, the case, right? But but the, but And you'd think that we'd be able to ask questions. But that's one of the reasons why, one, the pattern, how much it happens. And two, anytime you bring up something surrounding it, you're basically told to shut up. It's like, oh, that's my, that's my <laughs> confirmation right there that this is all some BS. Yeah, it's different if it's one or two, you know, every five years or so. But they, they seem to always come in clusters. Yeah. It, we What was it last year? There was like four or five like that happened sort of simultaneously. And then it becomes, oh, yeah, it's on fire. Oh, it's out now. What, what's going on with uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Right. Yeah, it, there's always something to 
to some sort of obfuscation from what exactly is going on. You know, it, it, it just gets memory hold. Remember the ammonium nitrate that went missing from the rail car? We still don't know where that is. <laughs> no clue. The amount of, wasn't it 30,000 tons? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal whatsoever, folks. Just carry on and hope that you're not at the location where one of those or the big one goes off. Uh, if that was just one, it would be, dear God, that, that would be catastrophic. But but yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's always my thing is, is can I see a pattern and are we allowed to talk about it? And if, and if you can, if you can say yes to the pattern and, and the answer is no, you're not allowed to talk about it, then I have a whole lot of questions and a whole lot of concerns. And I think other people should too. Look on its face. This is just a tragedy for that company and or the families involved in that and, and who's that's their livelihood, right? And people are, well, but they have insurance. Okay, but that's, shut up. If you're in that situation, that's not what you say. You don't say that when someone dies. You don't say that when someone's company is lost and you have to start. You don't say that when your house burns down. Well, thank God you have insurance. Okay, cool. It's going to take 18 months to rebuild that house. But I just I just don't see how there's not something more nefarious. Like two, I mean, I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Maybe it was the year prior. No, it was last year. Two planes crash into two separate facilities really right uh, the one thing that was was catching me off was catching me like remember the one that got the one plane that got caught in the uh the power lines well like i was doing i decided to like open up a map and where that was at and look for a food and it was within like 50 miles from where that plane there was a food processing plant i'm like i wonder if they were trying to go for that Who friggin but they were too low and got caught up in the power lines but we'll never know we'll never know you always, when you see patterns developing and start asking questions, you all another telltale sign that there is something to it is the lack of curiosity by the media. If, right. if the media, the media, we all know the media is in the propaganda business. So if there is something that is piquing everybody's curiosity and they don't ride that wave of curiosity to see if there is a pattern or what's going on or trying to get to the bottom of anything, then you realize that they're going to try and come up with something else to divert attention away from it because it's something there is something going on that they don't want you to know about and they don't want to talk about because we're at that point where we don't trust anybody. We don't trust the media and we don't trust our own government. So whatever we, whatever they say, we're inclined to think the exact opposite. And this is one of those cases where the silence is deafening of there's something going on here because they're not addressing it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's and and, and it's it's not a hard thing to see. And it's not I mean, but I, I just it, it, this 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 whole thing comes down to what you just referenced there. We don't there's no trust there anymore. So it's laughable when you say, oh, don't worry about this or don't know your thoughts on that. Your questions on that are dumb trust us we got this it's not a big deal you're you're missing the point here we don't trust you it's trust is hard to gain back once you've lost it and, and it's just not there i would love to believe this was just a circumstantial thing and perhaps this one was and perhaps five of the ones last year just were but but when you have the number where it is it it's it's hard to believe it's circumstantial let's let's I mean, move look at, look 
what they've tried to, to sell us in the past. They tried to sell us that three Ukrainians rented a sailboat, sailed out into the ocean, dove down to 275 feet, found a, a buried um, uh, 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 the, the the buried pipeline, the pipes for this pipeline. And then planted hundreds of pounds of explosives on top of it, and then detonated it, and nobody knows who they are. Right. You know, you, you start feeding people that kind of bullshit, and it's like you know, that goes back to you know the the very first round of BS that you know that most people were fed when when TV was you know first started becoming you know is. Uh, started you know getting the news from was the kennedy assassination and then dan rather coming out once the zapruder film came out saying well as you could clearly see that he was shot from behind and everyone's going that's not what i see right. you know that's everyone's first realization of how propagandized the news media had become yeah yeah, well, speaking of something that they, they'll talk more about this, but they don't do it in the right light is obviously the issue we have at the border. We've got a massive issue at the border. There's a, a, a battle brewing, for lack of a better term, in Eagle Pass with what's happening there in Texas. We talked about that yesterday. I'm sure we'll talk more about it throughout the week. But we, we don't talk as much about California, Arizona, some of the other places. Obviously, it's happening. Obviously, our border is porous everywhere. But you've got this clip that I think it was Malugan from Fox who put this out. But you've got this clip. This is happening in San Diego um, or San Diego County, rather, in California. And this scene apparently happens multiple times over each and every day. Take a look, then we'll discuss. By the way, these folks, Chinese, Indian, several other ethnicities coming through. Yeah, what's up? 1,000, what, 3,000 ahead, 6,000, 9,000, 12,000, 15,000, 18,000, 21. So there you go. Walk right on through. Welcome. All dressed very well, by the way. These aren't these aren't people who have made a long journey through deserts and mountains to get to that opening in the fence. One of many openings where there's there, at least there was part of a fence there. Usually there's not even a fence. But but you've you've got that, and it just further proves the issues that we've got. You've got maybe ten people in D.C. that are serious about having a secure border. The rest just don't care, and they're fine as we've seen with open borders, because in effect, it doesn't affect them and it never will. And in fact, <clears throat> a lot of them aren't just fine. A lot of them are, are pushing for said open border because of all the nefarious things that they want to do in this country. Asking, I mean, asking our nation's capital and the people who reside in the nation's, nation's capital for a secure borders like asking Joe Biden not to pee in a warm bathtub. It's a futile effort. It's just not going to happen. They, they, all, every one of these members of permanent D.C. follow the lead of those who pull the levers of power. And those pulling the lever of power are big business, big tech, big pharma, the defense contracting industry, you could argue the intel community as well. And, and all of those folks gain a lot from illegal immigration. The politicians who are helping push this and, and, and be a part of this power shift 
are okay with that. They're they're all good with illegal immigration and are doing everything that they can, in fact, to ensure that it does stay open. It's a remark. It's it's devastating and country crippling. It's end of empire type stuff that we're seeing, but it's also remarkable how many people are okay with it. There, there's a clip today again. We've seen it before of Biden talking about. Yeah, give me the power to do something and I'll shut it down. It's like, well, first of all, you guys have been saying that the border's closed and secure and there are no problems there. So now you're admitting it, but saying you need the power to do something. You're the, you're not really, but you're so-called president of the United States of America. You absolutely could. But here's the problem. To fix something, you have to want to fix it. And clearly you and your friends in all of the industries we just referenced, all the power players in DC don't want that to be the case. They don't want that to happen. No, and he repealed Trump's executive order of stay in Mexico. So him saying that there has to be legislation for the border is an outright lie. And anyone who parrots Joe saying, oh, the Republicans are standing in the way, are liars as well. Yeah. What they want is amnesty. They just won't come out and say it because they know that immigration is a losing topic for them. Right. So they, they, they try and use, you know, some sort of subterfuge to, to, you know, shield them from the fact that Joe can make the stop at any moment, but he won't. He right. wants this to happen. They, the hard left want this to happen. And getting back to that video and what you talked about, you know, this 3,000 mile where they're going through the dairy. And get, homeboy was wearing a pair of white jeans that yes. were spotless. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to tell me that he trekked 2,500 miles and, and had white jeans at the end of his journey? Right. No, Tom, but we're supposed to feel bad for them and, and, and all that they've been through and why they're coming here. We're supposed to feel bad. Oh, that's right. They're asylum seekers. Yes. And let's talk about, you know, the rules for asylum seeking. If you're in a country, let's say Mauritania, and you uh, believe that, you know, you need to be rescued from the government of Mauritania and you feel like your life is in jeopardy, you go to the United States uh, consulate and you say, I want to seek asylum here. And if the threat is imminent, they will do whatever they can to get you out of the country. But until then... The, the the process is you apply for asylum, you wait, and once it's granted, you leave. Right. You know, the process that has been instituted now is go ahead and leave and go to multiple countries where we have embassies and consulates. Forget those, even though you're supposed to go directly to that consulate or embassy and say that you want political asylum, skip all that and go to the Border Patrol and say, hey— we're looking for political asylum. It just, none of this makes any sense. And the people who are saying that their hands are tied are the same assholes that passed these laws that we have for immigration, which it's this whole system that they've created, they've created it to fail over the years or say our hands are tied or pass other laws to make their hands tied. Yeah. You say it doesn't make sense, and the sad thing is, is it's starting to. Like, I mean, the, everything is so darn broken, that, and, and, and you're right, and obviously I feel that way too, but it's like, why, why are we doing X, Y, and Z when obviously there's bad things that come with X, Y, and Z? There's bad ramifications for our country, for communities, for our safety, for our well-being, all of those things. But when you obviously see, and, and we talk about all the time, who they are, and how this just is the norm now. This is just normal. I mean, we're the man. I tell you what, the talking about 
the norm. You look at the mindset of some of these clips we played on Coin Club earlier. Um, I, I want everyone to sign up for Coin Club, but you're probably glad that you missed it today because. They're, <laughs> but it's it. But these things are normal now. Whether it's the illegal immigration, whether it's trying to overhaul what we are as a country, how we how we view ourselves, what our core values are, what, how we handle the border, how we handle national security writ large, how we handle all of these things. And the new norm is is chaos. And and the exact every we live every day is opposite day now. I mean that that's what we live in. Bizarre world. Yeah, it is. It's 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 <laughs> well and another trap that people run into when you see, especially when you see Chinese nationals coming over. You if people in the United States, especially on the left, have this, you know, their their frame of reference is the United States. You can pretty much go come and go as you please, right? So they that's their only mindset when it comes to well that must be the same way it is around the world. As a Chinese national, you can't leave China unless they allow you to leave China. So it's not like that you know these people are sneaking out in the cover of night and flying to Mexico City. They're being allowed to leave, right. and and it's like this with any other sort of dictatorial country around the world where you have nationals who are leaving there, hopping on planes. That I'm guessing, you know, if you come from an impoverished country, you know, Angola, Nigeria, Liberia. You're not going to be able, you're not going to have the money to be able to buy that plane ticket. I keep going back to these plane tickets. You know, it's one thing when we think about immigration as it was in the 70s and 80s and probably even before that, where you had actually, you know, migratory workers who would come and, you know, from Mexico usually work on the farms and then go back home after, you know, the harvest was done with. Right. That's not what we have now. We have people coming from, you know, all over the world. If you're, you know, if you're traveling from Botswana to get to the United States to, you know, work on a farm, you're not going to fly back to Botswana after the harvest is over with. And to think that's what's going on is just you're living in some kind of a bubble that no matter how much somebody shakes you and trying to get you back to reality, you will never get there. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely. And it's not just the flight. It's it's beyond the flight. You you look at those people from impoverished countries getting to Mexico or Central America, wherever they go, is expensive as all get out. And then you're paying people to get you to the border and get you across certain spots or places where our people are waiting with open arms, saying, "Here, let me process you. Let me sign you in. Here's your voucher. Go fly wherever you want." But the whole process to get to that point is super expensive, and 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 you're absolutely right. No one pays attention to that. No one asks questions about it. It's. it's I would love to know, like the average yearly income from somebody from, let's say, Burkina Faso, you know, and, and then take a look of what that price tag is. You know, like you just said, you know, the plane ticket out of there. How much is that going to be? And then once you get there. You know, your guided tour through up through Mexico, you know, we've heard anywhere from three thousand to ten thousand dollars. Yeah. How are you getting that money if the average you know if the yearly income of Burkina Faso is, you know, five thousand dollars? Yeah. We're, you don't ask questions though, right? We're just not allowed to ask questions. Which is all we want to do here. Where I'm, I'm so much less on this side or that side than I've ever been. I just want to ask questions and have a discussion, and we're not allowed to do that. And it's, it's. I would just like a straight answer. 
absolutely maddening. Yes, absolutely. But you're not going to get that because the truth, again, if the Democrats ever told you exactly who they are, any politician for that matter, but particularly the Democrats, they would never win. If, if, if truth was a part of the platform, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have the situation we're having now, but because they can't tell you who they are and they can't tell you why they're doing what they're doing. And they can't tell you what the end goal really looks like. Some of them do. And people still dismiss it and scoff at you if you say something about it. Did you hear what that guy said or this chick said? Did you hear what they said at this summit? Oh, that's crazy. No, they they really said it. Like, I'm telling you what they said. But they can't do that. They can't tell you the truth. They can't tell you who they are and what they're about because no one would get behind them. Even these crazy-ass bitches that they've convinced to change gender seven times a day would be like, but hold on. You, you, what are you trying to do? Like, what's the purpose? Why, why have you convinced me to hate myself and destroy my family and my life and, and put myself in counseling forever and ever? And obviously that's just one little random example, but, but they can't do it. It's not possible. All right, let's talk about the chaos overseas. Like I said, at the beginning of the show, we're going to get into a special Tuesday edition of that's meme tastic today, just to lighten the, the mood because it's already been a heavy week with all the stuff that's going on. But as, as, as we were doing the show yesterday, we found out that Biden could announce action on Iran and Iran's proxies as soon as last night. Nothing, nothing happened, of course. So if you answered yes in the question of the day yesterday, you got, that, you got it wrong. Better luck today. Yeah. Better luck today. But nothing happened. There is some, some, some word today. You had Axios and other people reporting that, he, uh, that Biden responded to, to reporters saying, I have decided on a response but did not elaborate on what that plan would be. Now, in fairness to the White House and our national security apparatus, we should not be telling our enemies what we're going to do. But he did say that they've decided on some action, that action is going to happen, no no, no timeline, no, no clarification on what it is. And he said that he holds Iran responsible for the deadly attack because of their role in supplying weapons to the people who did this. He also said, quote, I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I'm looking for. The, the question becomes with that, though, is one, is that true or not? There's a lot of discussion we could have on that. But then the second point is, is it doesn't matter. And this is the truth in so many things these days. It doesn't matter what you want, Joe. It doesn't matter what I want or people in the audience want. It doesn't matter on so many fronts. It, it, in this particular situation, it matters on, okay, what decision did you make and what's Iran going to think about said decision? What's their response going to be with, with the Middle East already super tense? It was, it's, it's always been tense, but certainly with events post-October 7th, it's been even more tense with, with the, the, the spat between Israel and Hamas, which is really the spat between Israel and Iran. You've got intelligence officers being assassinated. You've got people, you've got, you've seen the headlines. There's all sorts of stuff going on, right? You've got leaders from different countries weighing in, talking about, if if this if this ends talking specifically to the Israel Hamas stuff, if this ends Palestine cannot be a free state. If this ends Palestine must be a free state. You've you've got all sorts of chaos there, and and you can't determine how there. You can have good intelligence on it, but you can't determine for a fact that your actions aren't going to escalate things to the next level. And you get stuck in this this cyclical deal where it's tit for tat, tit for tat until eventually things things really pop off so you've got reports now that we've got uh, kc-135 refueling tankers starting to arrive in the middle east doesn't mean that 
we're going to go heavy with airstrikes throughout the region that there may be imminent possibly it could but the, the bigger question is it's, this is likely going to be mostly kinetic strikes from above the response i would imagine maybe some some raids by by special operators on certain compounds for certain leadership but when you can go kinetic you try and go kinetic the question then becomes where do these kinetic strikes happen because if they happen in iran or on Iranian facilities, Iran proper, not proxies, Iranian facilities or in Iran as, as the country, that's bad news. That's bad news. If they happen against some of the different Shia militia groups that they've got operating in Iraq or Syria or anywhere else in the region for that matter, maybe it's less bad news. Maybe it's not. Maybe they still, it, it, you can't presume how they're going to respond to that. But you would think, you would hope, I would hope that you hit the proxies. And you should go after them hard. Look, you kill our people, we're going to kill you and everyone you know. But the people that we're talking about in this case are proxy groups, extremist groups that are operating in the region. Most of them not in Iran. Most of them are in the different states throughout. Again, Syria and Iraq being some key ones. So I would think that you do that. There's been suggestion that they hit naval Iranian naval vessels in the Persian Gulf. I think that's a bad idea. I think that's a really bad idea. So do we strike proxy groups, training facilities, headquarters, leadership within those proxy groups, or do we strike Iran, either their their vessels, their installations in other countries, or Iran itself it, it, within Iran proper? And that that's that's what we got to see. That's that that's the big toss-up right now. And that's what we don't know, but that's going to determine a lot moving forward. And, and we know that regardless, even if they hit the proxies, look, there's going to be some in-kind response. But I don't think it will match what it would be if we were to hit, hit actual Iranian officials or Iranian installations. Yeah, and unfortunately right now, what you just laid out to me, I was kind of, I, I was doing a little bit of role-playing I imagined you uh, as being Lloyd Austin with, without the Darth Vader mask on. And I was imagining myself being Joe Biden and going, oh. And then you looking to me for an answer of what I wanted to do. And me as Joe Biden going, I'll have soup. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, Joe Biden is not going to make this decision because. No. The what you just laid out for for the entire audience is a very risky proposition because Iran knows right now if we strike back, they're going to strike back harder, and we know that Iran knows that they're going to strike back harder because of Joe Biden and the lack of respect that 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 regime has for our regime. So this is a weird sort of cat and mouse game of okay, from the U.S. perspective, you know we've got. We've got three dead soldiers, a few more in critical condition, and we have uh, two Navy SEALs who lost their lives in this same, you know, uh, Poseidon Archer operation that's been going on. So we've got to do something to make sure everybody on the, you know, United States homeland feels confident in our leadership. But we also know that the target that we're going after has to be soft enough so it looks like 
we're taking decisive action, but it's not, you know, it, it's not a military strong point for the Houthis or any other proxy group that's being funded by Iran because we don't want to piss them off and come at us harder at a different base or another soft target. So it's just, it's a really bad situation to be in when you have somebody, when you have these fools that we have that are supposedly in charge right now with the Lloyd Austins and, you know, and I don't know who took over for Millie, but I'm sure he's another jerkwad. And I just, we're at the point that our leaders, especially our military leaders, are absolutely worthless. The ones at the top of the chain, the we talk about this all the time, the operators who are down on the ground, I trust them implicitly, and I especially trust them with the intel that they've gathered. It would ask them, if I was in this position uh, of you know Lloyd Austin, what do you guys think? What targets do we have to go after on the ground that you know could throw a wrench into the operations that are going on here without escalating this much further. But unfortunately, the hubris of those jack wagons in D.C. is just too much, and they're going to end up fucking this up. Yeah, well, no, yeah, they never listen to folks on the ground. They just never have. It's not new to this administration. It's not new to this particular conflict. That's just how things how things work in 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 washington and and our national security apparatus sadly but yeah i mean it's it's tricky i look i think tit for tat's gonna happen no matter what because you hit you hit the houthis you hit hezbollah you hit hamas and and some of their folks it doesn't matter they're they're all different proxy groups obviously the houthis out of yemen have done more specifically towards u.s actors and 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 u.s vessels and and all of that but you've got tons of different groups that are operating that are, are going after our folks and our personnel. So you, you that's going to happen, and they're going to respond in kind. Those those responses are going to be smaller. And and we're going to get some people killed here. We're going to have an attack that happens here where no one dies, but some some equipment's destroyed. We're going to have and it's going to be back and forth if if you go that route. If you go bigger, though, and you go after, as as Nikki Haley and some of the others are suggesting, go after and kill some Iranian leadership, go after and do this, that, that's going to be catastrophic. And Iran has said, Iran has said, they've told the U.S. via intermediaries that if they strike Iranian soil directly, they will hit back at, at the U.S. throughout the Middle East and anywhere else they can and escalate this thing. They, they also sent a message to Switzerland saying that if Americans make even the slightest attack on on their soil, kind of doubling down on that same point, human casualties or not, it will escalate matters beyond repair. So you've you've got them saying, look, we're ready for war. It's it's your move. What are you going to do, America? And we do have to respond. There has to be some sort of response. It's got to be the right measured response unless you want war, which I think permanent Washington does. But a normal person would say, okay, what is the right measured response? What what can we do here where where we let our people know we're on this and we strike back at them and 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 try to get to the point where people are scared shitless of, of us again without starting a war? That's a tough balance. It's not an easy balance. But you've you've got to try. You've got you've got and and and, and I said this yesterday, but just as a reminder, if you're here and you missed yesterday or you're here for the first time, I- Iran is not Iraq in 2003 or Iraq when we went back and we're, we're fighting ISIS there, which was a blast by the way. But it's, it, this is a, this is a different, different vehicle. 
a different enemy. They are much more sophisticated, have way more at their disposal. There's reports. Uh, I'll just read from this 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 one article. But there was there were some experts who were saying that if if Iran wanted to, that they their 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 states enrichment of uranium was a hair's breadth from ninety percent the level most desired to create a nuclear bomb. He said that it was now an unfortunate reality that Iran scientists already possessed the knowledge to build earth-shattering doomsday uh, and earth-shattering doomsday weapon. And he revealed that the state had, could have enough radioactive material within one month for six weapons. Well, after five months, he said this could double. Basically, the gist of this article that I read, and it's, look, is that what's going to happen? Probably not. Is it what could happen? Possibly. But the point of it was all, they are so much closer than any, anyone gives them credit for to getting what they want. They just have to put their gas, the, the pedal down, uh, you know, and and really pursue it more deliberately. And they're weeks away from having something. So they've got that. They've got a sophisticated intelligence and special operations component to that. They've got more logistical support. More, There's just so much more there. We've lifted sanctions on them. Yeah. <laughs> They're making money hand over fist with oil. We've given them money. And all this bullshit that I hear from leftists saying, well, they don't have access to that money and it's not being used for that. Yeah. Dumbasses. If you have two checking accounts and you have one account that has, you know, a balance of, you know, $10,000 in it, and then somebody says, we're freeing up another $10,000 over here. You know, and, you know, we don't want to see it go into that account, but you have access to it. All of a sudden, you have an extra $10,000 in this. So you got $20,000 now, and you can disperse it. You can open another account and put it in there and just, you know, fling it wherever you want. But you've got the money. You can do whatever you want with it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and, and those same people, well, the, the nuclear deal, they said that they weren't going to do anything more with that program. They were stopping their efforts to do that. That's adorable. It's adorable <laughs> that you think that. You've never spent time in a room with a terrorist or a terrorist organization before, clearly. Look, the, the world is a dark place. Think, people don't do what they're supposed to do, and especially when their stated goal is to kill people like us and take America off of its of its its perch. So it just it's it's ridiculous. But you, you you've you've got John Kirby who got into it yesterday with a reporter. Everyone trying to figure out what Biden's going to do. And Kirby says he has authority under Article Two, and he got into it with the reporter over this this particular question of hers. Take a listen. You said that the president, in his response, has authorization under Article 2. Does that mean that he's planning to bypass Congress in any matter of war in terms of this response? I'm not going to get ahead of his decision-making. Um, he has the authority under Article, ter or Article 2 as commander-in-chief. And as we have in the past, so we will in the future, appropriately inform uh, leaders in Congress about what we're doing in, in keeping with that authority. Okay, so I just want to follow up, because the president was sent a letter on Friday from a bipartisan group of lawmakers, and he had been accused of unauthorized strikes against the Houthis in a, by bypassing Congress. It, they said no president, regardless of political party, has the constitutional authority to bypass Congress on matters of war. Do you think that that would apply here, given this escalation? Not at war with the Houthis. 
we're not going to be a, we're not looking for a war with Iran. The president is comfortable that he has the appropriate legal authorities to act in self-defense of our ships, our sailors, and our troops and our facilities at sea or ashore. Right. Isn't it time to involve the American people? I mean, given the fact that the American people were not happy about, I mean, all I suspect the American people are not happy about attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. I also suspect they're not happy about seeing American troops killed uh, at a base in Jordan. The president has the authority to defend those troops in those facilities, and he'll the do that. He's weighing all of his options. This is an election year. Is the president looking at his polling when he's weighing all of these options? Is the president looking at Man, what? My goodness. That's a heck of a question. He's not, not looking. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Let me just stop you right there. Let me finish my question. Commander in chief is not looking at polling or considering the electoral calendar he's when he's defending. At how they feel about the war on Gaza? Oh, now, can I answer the question? He's not looking at political calculations or the polling or the electoral calendar as he works to protect our troops ashore and our ships at sea. And any suggestion to the contrary is offensive. Is he looking at the polling with respect to, does the American public want a broader Middle East conflict when he weighs his political decision-making? Ma'am, I've answered that question. Okay, let's go. No, you didn't answer that question. Is he weighing that? He is not concerning himself. Uh, with the political calendar. The American public have the opportunity to weigh in uh, on whether they want made in America I have answered your, on the bombs that are going to question. be dropped. We're going to move on. Go ahead, Phil. Thanks. All right, so Kirby got a little perturbed there. <laughs> he also made it clear that the American public has no say in war. He's saying nobody has a say if we go to war, not even Congress. The president can do what he wants. And, and in fairness, he's right. Congress has not declared war, as we talk about all the time since World War II. Everyone always whines and cries about that. Well, not, you're not doing anything without Congress's approval. That's cute. Have you paid attention the last <laughs> 70 years? 70, 80 years? Like, I mean, that's not how things go anymore. But, I mean, the, the, the reality of the situation is, is this, this permanent Washington, the enemy class, answers to nobody. And he is the mouthpiece of the American Marxist Party. They don't call themselves that, but that's what he is. So you you've you've got all of this, and then you've got well. Uh, let me let me get your take on that, Tom, before I push us on to this next thing here. Well, what I found very telling what Kirby was saying, he goes, "The president has the right to do that." Okay, fine. And he said, and then he says, "The president will let Congress know what he decides to do." So what that means is. We don't need the House. We don't need the Senate. We're going to do what we're going to do anyways, and there's nothing you can do about it because you're powerless, right. because we have this authority. And when he talked about the Senate and the House and saying there's nothing you can do about this, he's actually talking to the American people because those are our representatives and our senators who are supposed to be doing our bidding, the bidding of the governed. And what he's saying to all of us is, we don't give a shit what you think. We're going to do what we're going to do, and you're going to like it. And if if need be, we're going to institute the draft. We're going to grab your kids. We're going to throw them into the Mideast, and they're going to be cannon fire. We will throw them into the meat grinder because you're not a part of the enemy class, and we don't give a shit about your offspring. Yeah. Yeah, and not in not so many words. That is what he said. You are you are correct. <laughs> but he just kept going. He, in, in all, in another thing that you know that stood out to me in what we said, what he said was 
The, the president is going to do whatever he can to protect soldiers overseas. Again, when the government does something that they shouldn't do, they always do it under the guise of protection. Mm-hmm. Nope, absolutely right. And that's how they get people to support. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Think deeper. Think harder. Do it more. Uh, one last thing here. Before, well, then we'll get to this Joy Reid clip, which was great. But Anthony Blinken, I mean, we're talking months ago. Months ago. Well, yeah, four four months ago. September of this year. Of last year. Excuse me. I'm getting I was like, wait, what? where are we at? <laughs> yeah. I'm still, it's, you know, it's early part of the year where you still just, I don't really know what's going on. September of 2023. Do you remember, we're going to show you, but do you remember Anthony Blinken saying how the Middle East is quiet? Don't worry. You have all sorts of stuff happening. By the way, newsflash, just after September is October. I'm not sure how familiar you are with calendars. Things popped off pretty loudly in October in the Middle East. But he said that in September of 2023. And then just days ago, said that it might be worse off than ever before, more dangerous than ever before. Take a look. The war in Yemen is in its 19 month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. I would argue that we have not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. All right, so the first clip not was not Blinken, but the but the administration, State Department, whoever, and then and then you have you have Blinken come out and say the exact opposite, the exact opposite of what we were told months ago. Don't worry, everything's great. Jill says that Joe loves foreign policy, so surely we'll be good. It's his favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but and, here we are. He's talking about 1973, so he's talking about the Yom Kippur Wars. So he's talking about a full-on, you know, war in the Mideast. Yes, and and saying it might be worse off than that. We yes. don't want it even on par with that, by the way. But just in case, let's maybe say it could be worse than that, and it would be because of technology weaponry all of that in in this day and age the some of the different lines that have been drawn all it, it but golly you guys it, it's just bad it's just bad and 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 the fact of the matter is is it's worse because of who's in charge here you could say you could say and you'd be right this likely wouldn't be happening if we had different leadership in place but man this this is not good and it's gotten so much worse than it needs to because of all these people who are so-called leaders, so-called representatives in in D.C. All right, let's do this. Joy Reid, the, the the racist chick over on MSNBC, uh, who's trying to look like uh, Wesley Snipes and Demolition, <laughs> Demolition Man. Demolition Man. <laughs> she's she's pulling off that look well. She got caught. That movie's she, become a documentary now. <laughs> has it really? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. exactly. It's real. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But she she got caught, and I'm sure you probably saw this yesterday. I saw it. It was all over freaking social media last night as I was pulling together some some thoughts for today and wrapping up. But she got caught on hot mic saying this. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. 
If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another fucking war. (laughs) 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 Oh, joy. We've finally gotten a glimpse of the real Joy Reid. Got a glimpse of it earlier, in fact, with her homophobic tweets. Do you remember those? Of course, she said that she was hacked and the story went away because she's protected. Serves a very important role particularly in the propaganda department for the left. But guys, she, she, she's right. This, this joker is going to get us into another war, but she's a plant. People like Joy ascend in broadcasting because they're controllable. How do you think Brian Stelter got a job for a while? He's not there anymore because he's so ugly. But, but, I mean, they get these jobs because the powers that be have leverage over them. She's, she's a controllable willing pawn in the game and that's why she's got a job clearly she's not smart clearly she's a vile creature hey joy here's the deal we need you to go after trump every night i'll do it joy we need you to to pressure people into taking an experimental vaccine i'm on it i'm on it boss that's the kind of person that joy is but i do i do i do love her getting caught in a hot mic telling the truth it's the, it's the one truthful thing she said in a long time. Yeah, she knows it's happening, and she also knows she's going to be the one who's going to be marched out to be pro-war because it's Biden's war. Right. Yeah, which is going to be interesting to see now because you're 100% right. Hey, here's the deal. This is happening. We've gotten into some shit with Iran. Things are popping off in other places now, too. The world's chaos. You need to be behind it. And now that she's had this hot mic moment, I'd love to just watch her try and unravel this. Her and her her friends there at MSNBC. It's going to be amazing. All right, let's get to uh, let's 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 shake things up. Obviously, not good stuff happening overseas. Let's hope and pray that that cooler minds can prevail. That our response doesn't take us somewhere we don't want to go. But let's let's lighten things up. Let's go. Yes. We haven't done question of the day yet. I was just going to say. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I thought I felt like you were Easy. ramping up meme-tastic. No, no, no. <laughs> We've got a couple things before meme-tastic. So let's do question of the day. The question is this. Tom was talking about all sorts of movies on Coin Club that he'd seen. And it made me think that I'd like to go back to the movies because it's been a little bit. And my question for you today is you're you're at a movie theater. By yourself, don't don't rule that out because going to the movies by yourself is freaking amazing. It's liberating. One of my favorite things, actually, on the planet. But you're at a movie by yourself with your spouse, with your family, with some friends, some coworkers, whatever. What is the best movie theater snack? What's your go-to? Let us know, Tom. You got to let us know first, since you got me thinking about movies and and movie theater snacks. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm boring. Water. That's so boring. Make something up. So you're not a, you're not a you're not a movie snacker. You're not you don't get a snack or smuggle snacks in. You can you can give us your smuggle in snack too. That's fine. I, I really don't. I mean, I, I'll go for Whoppers maybe if they have them. I like that Whoppers and a Coke Zero. Um, I used to like popcorn, but a lot of the movie theaters that I've been to in the past have used too way too much salt on the popcorn, and I don't like butter on my popcorn either. I just don't like fumbling around in the dark with snacks and the whole, you know, wanting to wipe my fingers, and I just want to watch the movie. Let me just tell you something. We've been friends a long time. <laughs> I'm never going to the movies with you. Wow. 
that no no popcorn no snacks i i definitely will go to the movies with you but i'm gonna be sitting next to you and i don't know <laughs> like I, but i do like to go to you know the the movie theaters that you know you can order like drinks and have food brought to you you know yeah. like a burger or something yeah. alamo totally draft house baby yeah i'm totally fine with that but like you know the the, the barrel of popcorn and the big drink and oh, excuse me excuse me i gotta sit down okay your, your answer actually is you as you describe it doesn't surprise me um <laughs> but at first it kind of did as i think through it it makes more sense disco what are you going with see i'm not a fan of the sound of like plastic or like Oh no! Bet, like if you, you make noise, I want you to be murdered on the like, spot. To me, it's open up your stuff before. during the previews. Yeah, before 100%. during the like, it, it's like quiet in your. Well, it's like be honest, be a little kid when you do that. You're excited. Most of you, oh well, hopefully you don't. You're not eating that kind of shit at home all the time, so it's a treat. It's a, for yeah. You. So it should be gone by the time previews are done, anyways, because you don't have discipline. Most people don't really. So just get that shit done and then watch the movie. I, I, by the time the previews are done, I'm like giving the stuff to the kids, and I am just in focus mode then. I, I was excited when they started bringing like the boxed candy to movie theaters because there was no bags involved. But there's still a bag inside. Well, sometimes there isn't. But yeah. But anyway, for me, Reese's Pieces. Love Reese's Pieces at the movie Delightful. theater. Popcorn. And then sometimes if they have it or not, you know, the little, it's like the crunch bars, but it's the little like crunch, like nuggets. Have you ever had yeah, those? Like, well, yeah. Yeah. Like whatever. Like that, like that, like those are my go-to, Okay. you know, and I don't drink a lot of soda. So maybe I get a Coke, you know, maybe I get a pop. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. See, I'm an experienced guy. I like, if I'm doing something, I just want it to be an experience. So I'm going to go all in. I, I like the popcorn. I don't mind. I like it buttery. I don't mind it salty. Uh, so Tom and I aren't going to share popcorn apparently, <laughs> but, but I, I like all of that. I like to have something sweet then too. Cause you got to have, you know, salt and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Salt and sweet. So I think I've told you the story before I've walked up before and, and not even ordered yet. And they're like, do you want the special? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the special is. is. I'm taking it. Damn sure. I'm going to do three of them. Um, and they're like, Nope, that's too much. It's too much. But but I, I I like I like popcorn and then I usually like something tart, but I think you know, one of my favorites, Porus actually put it, milk duds for sure. I love milk duds. Milk duds are great. Here's the thing, milk duds will wear you out. I, I milk duds, <laughs> you're actually burning more calories than you're consuming because your jaw is, oh, yeah. is freaking worn out by the Sour Patch Kids is another good one. Sour yeah. Patch Kids are great. They're great. Um Popcorn with extra butter, lots of napkins since Chaos Girl. Snowcap says Debbie. News says weed. Firefighter milk duds. Buttered popcorn says Barb. Popcorn and M&M says Andy. Tom is losing credibility. (laughs) (laughs) See, if I had my own movie theater, I would ban food. Yeah, you don't have to get. You don't have to have the crew clean it up afterwards. Uh, another another cannabis is the best is the best way to go. Popcorn with can of butter, interesting. Mm, um, okay, some interesting selections here. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I I want sweet and salt. And my wife is frugal, so she'll bring stuff from home, and I'll have to be like, okay, well, let's talk about what we're bringing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the game it's plan? It's got to be exciting to me. If it's not exciting, well, what about these? Like, nope. Here's your sugar-free uh, fruit snacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> I want those at home. I want us to eat healthy at home. If we're going to do something fun, I I I, I want it to I want to be naughty. 
I want to be naughty. I do love seeing my little, my youngest with the big like bowl of popcorn because she's so small and she it just looks like this massive. giant. Yeah, it's, yes, it's, I love it. <laughs> Absolutely massive. Okay, before we get into some memes, told the folks over on Coin Club there's some good news. We've been talking about this. The first quarter uh, Q1 contest that we're doing for the show and everything is here, and you've got a chance to win a cruise for two. It could actually be a cruise just for you. It's actually a, a big-ass gift certificate that comes your way, so you can spend it however you want. But cruise for you and your spouse. Be kind. Take your spouse. All you got to do is you got to click the link that Disco has just put in the chat. It takes you there. You've got to sign up for the newsletter, uh, which you just get emails about the show, which you probably already do anyway. So if you've already done that, you're good. You've But you've got to sign up for that. You've got to, you, and then you can do other things. It could be follow this page, you know, subscribe to the podcast, all stuff related to the show, all easy stuff. Share it with friends. That gets you extra entries. If you go to the store and make a purchase, the Drew Berkwa store, get some shirts or a hoodie or something like that, you get way more entries. If you join locals, if you haven't already, you get way more entries. So it's it's literally free to sign up. You don't have to buy anything from the store. That's just a way to get extra stuff. Most of it is just all social media related. So check it out. Follow that link. You can win a cruise for two. The drawing is, I think, the end of March. I think it's March 31st. So go do that. Share it far and wide. And somebody's going to have a hell of a time getting away from the mainland where it's crazy as balls right now here. So do that. We'll keep talking about it. Keep sharing that link. For now, let's get into some fun... And let's do that's meme tastic. That's meme tastic. That's meme tastic. We should do that one more time. All right, if you're new, we usually do this Thursday. We're going to do it Thursday as well, but we're going to do it Tuesday just because the world is pissing on us right now. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some memes. Disco throws it up. We talk about it. We laugh. Some of them are serious. Some of them are fails. But we just do it and we have a good time. And 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 we're going to start right now. Let's get the first one up. We've got an older man sitting at a laptop. So I hear that you like men and women, but you're still single. I guess that means you're by yourself. No. By hyphen no. yourself. And then he smiles. He's you know that he would love that joke. O older folks, anyone laughing at their own jokes is hilarious. Okay. I've actually done this with my my best bud, uh, deployment buddy. Mike, who we're, we're, we're stuck in Virginia at his place. We're supposed to be flying out and snowmageddon hits DC. I forget the year now, but it hits. That was 2013. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I remember when, when it happened, it was the year that our first, our first born, it was, it was, it was the beginning of 2014. Was there another one? Because I'm trying to remember when he got, no, you actually no. It was like new year, 2014. Okay. 14. So it looked like this. We're snowed in this place. Our flight to Afghanistan got got kanked. I was actually in Virginia. Were you? Yeah. Okay. So well, we should have known each other. Yeah. But so we're pinned down, but we 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 found a liquor store that was open and hiked our way there and clothes that weren't appropriate to do it. Anyways, here's the picture. It's just a huge storm up to this person's waist saying, I'm still going to the liquor store. You got to do what you got to do. You got to have, if you're going to have yeah. a fire and, you know, watch a show or play Xbox, you know, which, you know, we were just being little kids back then. We still are. But then, then you got to have, you got to have some drinks. My, my favorite thing growing up, uh, especially, you know, it was raised in Florida, but we'd always go to Chicago, south side of Chicago, 
for Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. And whenever there was a blizzard or a big snowstorm, there was extra room in the fridge because all the beer and liquor went out in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. out there, like stacked in there. Like, hey, go get me another beer. Like, okay. And pull it out of the snow. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, we'd keep our milk out there too. Uh, okay, we got Ellen Page. As a female on the left, just one beer, then I'm going home. One Bud Light later, and boom, I forget what she named herself now uh, that she pretends that she's a boy, but um, you can see it. It doesn't really matter. That's that's what happened. Next meme, Disco. Oh, I love this one. Okay, this is- we got Taking a Knee. Who did it better? We got Tanya Harding, Colin Kaepernick, or Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Who are you going with, Tom? Uh, I'm going with Tanya all the way. I think so, too. I love what she yeah. did. I mean, Nancy Kerrigan was a sweet, but she was committed to winning. Yeah. Even if it meant taking a knee, which she did. <laughs> when I saw- and the cast of characters, I can't remember the name of the fat guy that actually clubbed Nancy Kerrigan. But her husband Jeff Galuli, <laughs> I mean, the whole yeah. the the whole caper was fantastic. It was. It was. I I'll never. There's there's a lot of things that I forget. I I will never forget that whole thing. It was <laughs> Shane Stant. Shane Stant. There you go. That was a great meme though. I remember seeing that one and getting a good, good chuckle out of it. All right, next meme. Hard to swallow pills. Just because you're unattractive and have no friends doesn't mean you're another gender. Yeah, if you yeah. would have come to Coin Club, you would have seen all sorts of videos like that today. <laughs> it's true. I still got them. We could. It's no. It's no. I can't. I can't. I've reached my quota yeah. for the day. I can't do it anymore. You know, using profanity is not very ladylike, says Michelle Obama. Melania responds, "Neither is your penis." <laughs> that one, I mean, that, one's, that one cuts to the core yeah. pretty good I like it I like it things I'm worried about we got a pie graph it's all pink the, the things in pink the emergence of a one world totalitarian government and great climate change of course there's no you can't even see it can't see it it's not there let's worry about the things that matter folks <laughs> you got a picture of Travis Kelsey doing the heart sign Travis Kelsey showing Taylor Swift which organ myocarditis affects. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty good. We got we got a little we're on a little heater right now. Yeah. There's some good ones in here. You know, you'll have candidates go and speak, and they'll speak at events for places, and and the organization or the group will be on um, on the podium, just like you'd see the president's seal on a podium or something like that. Well. We've got her uh, at a at a take on Boeing, uh, but they've changed it out. This one, she's speaking at Hoeing. Mm. So her husband presumably is deployed at this point. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she hoes out her most. So that's a good one. We've got what's uh, Flanders. Flanders, Flanders. Yeah. We got Flanders from The Simpsons holding a sign up to presumably The Simpsons residence saying, your speech is policed more than our southern border. And that one stings because that's that's true. That's just straight up true, folks. Straight up. This one has to be my favorite for today so far. So remember the divisional playoff game? Jason Kelsey just is having the best time. And we all enjoyed it. And I was happy that he just went straight up crazy that night because it was it was the most enjoyable thing about that. He took the eyes off of of, uh, Swift, off of Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, lots of memes since he had his shirtless night, and here he is 
<laughs> in that iconic King picture of King Kong at the top of the, the building there. Yeah, I love it. That's that's a great one. Next one, we got a picture of a dude in his underwear running past some tents. What can make a, a man run away like this? Someone responds, it's not run, it's ran because it's past tense. Uh, Ew. See what he did there. Yeah. See what they yeah. did. Kind of clever. All right, next one. If we end up in a civil war, I'm siding with the people that are armed to know which restroom to use. That's just <laughs> straight true. But, I mean, battle lines are drawn, right? I say it all the time. There's a lot of people in this country who are going to realize too late, oh, man, things are shitty here, and now bullets are flying. I hope and pray it never happens. And you're still not on my team then. You've realized too late. You can't. Here's the good news. You can still get into the kingdom, which is far more important than my blessing and being on on my team or our team for fighting. But but you're not getting on onto this team. It's not going to happen. You missed it. Missed your chance. We've got a TSA agent groping a man's genitalia. You at the airport, and then we've got Juan at the border giving a fist bump to CBP. Also, just it's just truth. It's true. This one's great. <laughs> so Eugene Carroll just got awarded $83 million. By the way, I didn't want to show that clip of her gloating on Rachel Maddow, talking about all the things they're going to spend and buy and shopping sprees and blah, blah. Mm. Just maddening to watch. A, a, a victim of sexual assault talking about going on a shopping spree. Mm. It, all of this, none of this makes sense. Right. No, that whole, it, it was, I, I, I listened to the whole thing, but it was hard to listen to because it was just so frustrating. It's like, are you, are we, are we even serious right now? And I know the answer to that question. Don't answer it for me, but man, it was crazy. But this meme has to do with E. Jean Carroll. Cause this is what she looked like and still kind of does. <clears throat> There's a picture of predator saying Donald <laughs> Trump raped me <laughs> again, dude was, uh, we said yesterday, he he's not the kind of guy who buys off the rack and he's not the kind of guy who leaves Marla Maples rack for E. Jean Carroll, who looks like predator. This is some good Photoshop. Here's some, some AI or some Photoshop or both or whatever. Or maybe it is AI. Yeah. I think it's AI. Yeah. It's, it's Joe Biden and Taylor Swift donning some <laughs> swimsuits it's what they're gonna wear at their fourth of july beach party Dude, he's got some killer abs yeah i'll say this i mean joe's looking lean in this ai photo i just that that uh, the banana hammock he's got on it's a great swimsuit <laughs> i'd love to see you know what we're gonna get one of those for disco oh, and God. his new dress code <clears throat> so <laughs> this is just a headline this was a headline from Zero Hedge, who, by the way, is amazing. It's a great site. But Reed Hoff, so Reed Hoffman, just to set this up, is, is the big-time mega-Democrat donor who's been behind all sorts of stuff, all sorts of criminal, or not criminal, but uh, cases, uh, trials, Democrat candidates, all of that, who was also a huge donor for Nikki Haley. And then there was word after Iowa and New Hampshire that he was, he was pulling back his funding. So this is a headline from Zero Hedge. Reed Hoffman pulls out of Nikki Haley after New Hampshire pounding. <laughs> I mean, That's I love great. it by Tyler Durden, but who's who's all of their their you know yeah stuff there on Zero Hedge. Tyler Durden, obviously a Fight Club reference, but 
That's first that's a all, doozy. She, first of all, Nikki Haley is way too old for Reed Hoffman. <laughs> yes. And second of all, she doesn't have a penis. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Touche. <laughs> well, that, that that we know of. Well, that's. Yeah, I, I mean. I mean, she, it's 2024. It's not really anything she's, out. She's she's a little brown girl. Um, this is the next one. We got a, a chick at a car shop. My car's making a terrible noise. <laughs> <laughs> this guy responds, try taking the Taylor Swift CD, taking out the Taylor Swift TD. CD. I can't talk. That's a good one. Eh, this one's okay. Kind of a letdown after the streak we've been on here. Yeah. But imagine being rear-ended by this guy. It's a... It's a wiener it's a, beetle. Yeah, wiener beetle. A wiener bug. Yeah. Have you been to Mel's Hot Dogs in Tampa? It's one of my favorite hot dog restaurants. It's been yeah. around for years. I don't think I have. In fact, I know I haven't. I was trying. No, I, I I spent a lot of time down there, but I haven't. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> um, we joked about this last week, I think it was, but here's just a meme from Turning Point. It's funny how there's only two options for gender reassignment surgery: male and female. I'd like the they them. It's uh yeah you don't you don't get that option. See, sir. Biden's got a lot of uh, decisions to make right now. We know that. And here's his 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 war panel. War with Russia, <laughs> war with Iran, war with China, war with Texas. And he's panicking. Which one does he push? Yeah, I don't know. All of them. Hopefully he doesn't push in. Yeah, yeah that's my fear is that he takes pushes his arm and <laughs> just gets them all. I think we can conclude that timeout, the timeout generation did not work out as well as the ass whooping generation. Just straight up truth. That's that's absolute. Just look around. Look around. Your kids are awful. Okay. <laughs> Build back better was a haircut. <laughs> I mean, this is that's special. That's some nice hazing. It's um, it's just a a very phallic haircut. We'll call it yeah. for those listening yeah. on the podcast. It's it's a boner hawk. We'll Ooh, okay, I like that. Just, All right, just kind of felt like it was the natural thing to do. We had, uh, I think it was Andy. If it wasn't you, Andy, I'm sorry, but Andy shared this uh, over in Coin Club today. This is a great Florida man meme. Got a picture of someone who was arrested, Ray Lafleur. Florida man claims he only drank at stoplights and not while driving. I wasn't driving, officer. Typical Florida man. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I was I only did it at the red lights. Is this the last one? No, this is not the last okay, one. Okay, is this a video or just the... It's a, it's a video. Okay. I haven't seen this one, so go ahead. When was the last time that you had a period? You don't remember. Okay. Um, Maybe a slight chance I'm gonna be pregnant. Really? And why do you say that? They craving weird things that I'm not normally craving. Yeah. And now you crave it. Like water. Well, you crave water. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, you ain't pregnant. You're thirsty. You're just <laughs> thirsty, bitch. Go drink you some water. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That, that that was how I, I woke up Tom this morning. I crave water. <laughs> I might be pregnant. <laughs> apparently, I'm pregnant. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, Tom and I were texting back like, well, I'm, apparently, I'm pregnant a lot lately. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, you skipped. Are you skipping that one? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, I guess. Sorry. Uh, we got a, uh, We got someone looking through a telescope saying, that's Orion. 
and then Kim Jong-un saying, no, that's Orion. <laughs> not, not necessarily amazing. Razor wire never cut anyone who stayed on their side of it. Got the, the famous Leo DiCaprio picture there. I love, I, I think that these ones are increasingly better where people respond to something. This is, this, this is somebody great. put this out. It's a picture of a bear on a, on a ring camera or canary camera. Bear breaks into Colorado house, plays the piano, but not very well. And then mad black thought responds. He's trying his fucking best. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a video where this guy realized the bear was coming into his backyard and playing like on the swing set and stuff. So he set up a camera and the bear just comes like barreling in and then realizes, oh, I'm in the backyard. And he like gets on the swing set and he's like, it's an like actual foot. Like, it's like he's just trying to have fun. Bears are here to party, man. They really do just want to play. Remember that video we showed where it was like the bear came into the party and the guy's like, nope, out. And the bear's like, but like, and he's like, come on. And he like walks him out the yeah. fence. Like hey, you got a scratch at him. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Mere flesh wound. This is the last one. All right. Um, I feel I've, we didn't finish on our last, our best, but but we're finishing. I just put the, them in random. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not judging. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. Unless unless you hate America, then I wish the worst for you this year, <laughs> and hope your house burns down. This one here, Bidenhood. I take money from Americans and give them to Ukraine. Mm. It's kind of true. It's. Yeah, sadly true. The grammar a little bit off. I take money from Americans and give it to Ukraine. I think is what you're well, looking for there. Well, give to the poor is the is the original line. Steal from the rich, give to the poor. Oh, I know, but it shouldn't be give them. It should be give yeah. it. Yeah. The concept's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grammar not so good. All right, folks, we had some fun tonight. We're glad that you were here with us. Thanks for spending time over on Coin Club. Thanks for spending time here with us. Please hit that like button here on Rumble. Wherever you're watching, we appreciate you doing that. Please make sure you're subscribed here on Rumble. If you're not on Rumble, it's rumble.com forward slash Drew Berquist, or just go to Rumble and search Drew Berquist. You'll find it. Click subscribe there. Lots of stuff going on in the world. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about tomorrow. We'll look forward to seeing you then. Be safe. Be smart. Be free.